Hello and welcome to I Am Geek, and this is episode 50. We've reached the big one. Five. Oh, can you believe it, fellas? Wow. I no, cannot. You can't. We've been doing this for over a year now, which is amazing. I, I haven't. <laughs> well, you've been doing this sort of over a year, but not just with us. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. So we have a very special guest um, tonight. Special doesn't special doesn't mean what it used to. I hope you. Know. <laughs> Uh, there, there are different meanings you can take from that. <laughs> we'll let you, the listener, decide what special we mean. But uh, he's one of us. He's a geek like us. He likes a lot of the same things we do. His name is Tyler Dean McDowell, or Tyler Dean, or just Tyler, whatever you want to call him. He's got a special, okay. special friend on his shoulder. I'm still sick, so... I'm gonna be coughing. Yeah, I out. just I, I just wanted some shock factors. So uh, I don't know if this is gonna be on YouTube or Facebook or anything. So <laughs> if you guys want to find the video somewhere, you can go and see that I uh, I, I wanted to make these guys laugh. Laugh. I have a pet banshee that I got on Pandora. It was a long trip. It took me like 4.4 million light years or something like that. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was a, but it, I got a friend. So does he have yeah. a name? That's what's important. Yeah, Gerald. 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 It's quite oh. exotic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gerald on Pandora is like is like um, Joe on, like... on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a Gerald. All right, Gerald, you're gonna go. You're gonna go night night. Yeah, so when I was can... there, when I was in Pandora, they were all sold out. They didn't have any oh. at all. <clears throat> yeah, I um, they were sold out. Uh, supposedly, when I was there. And a, uh, a cast member looked at me and she said, look, I can't tell you to come back in the morning. She <laughs> <laughs> should come back in the morning. <laughs> did you sorry. did you give her the smolder? Is that what happened? Uh, no, no. I think she was, just a, she was just a nice lady. You know, she, she saw my puppy dog face and, uh, you know, she saw, I was like, I came all the way from Nashville. <laughs> you know, come on, give me a break. Nice. So we're all Tennesseans here. Uh, Chris and mm-hmm. I are, live in Texas now, so yeah, uh, still southern, still southern. But yeah, we're all from Tennessee. Uh, we're from Johnson City. Katrin's from. You grew up in Maryville, but then Marvel. now you live in Memphis. <laughs> now I live in Memphis. Yeah. Got to live in Nashville Marvel. for a year. Yeah, I didn't know. You, I, I didn't know you guys were from Tennessee. That's cool. Yeah. It's awesome, man. Yeah, we sort of we travel. We but the funny thing is, Chris and I, were, you know, grew up in Tennessee, and then we both moved to Florida, sort of mm-hmm. right after each other. And then we both moved to, then he moved to California, yeah, and then to Texas, and then I moved to Texas. So we're just all Aww, all just over the place. Each other. Yeah, our parents yeah. are still in um, Tennessee. Which <laughs> my dad, he wanted me. To, to tell you, Tyler, I'll just go oh, ahead no. and I'll get this out of the way. Tyler, <laughs> no. for those of you who don't know, is the son of country legend Ronnie Yeah, Dow. look. Yeah, for those, for those yes. who uh, are listening at home, I actually I found this in the cabinet. I thought it was Aww. great. It's, it's a tumbler with my dad's name on it. So, see, I'm giving a little advertisement. Yeah. <laughs> but he wanted me to say that he really has appreciated your and, and loved your father's music over the years. So. I'll get that out out of the way there. But awesome. We'll tell you uh tell him I said thank you for listening. I will. I will. Um <laughs> So so Tyler, um you're a I'm just gonna go through the list here. A recording oh, artist. Boy. A um 
a writer, right? Um, yeah, that's my that's my passion. Yeah, is writing. You've done some acting. Yeah, uh, yeah, in yeah. the past. <laughs> I yes, I have. I played a, I played a villain when I was like nine years old. That was the that was the Ooh. best. Ooh. I got to torture my little brother with a snake. Not my real little brother. I don't have a little brother, but uh, <laughs> the one on screen, I got to torture him with a snake. So nice. Well, you, nine is a very evil age, so that makes sense. Play of dawn, then. Yeah. You uh, you have been a podcaster on another podcast um, that we listen to. Uh, BLT, I'll just get that out of there too. You're no longer with them. Uh, you replace another. Um, I'll call him a friend. I mean, we've known each other for a few years, Tim. Um, you replaced Tim. Um, so the T has has had problems on the show, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> somebody said something. I I don't know. It might have been one of you guys, but somebody on Twitter was like, um, "Is the T in BLT like the defense against the dark dark arts?" <laughs> position at hogwarts <laughs> I was like, hey, you know what i think it kind of is um but i would have loved to have stayed on it was just um much like it was with tim it was just difficult um with my schedule and everything that's coming up i just i couldn't yeah. devote um i think i think logan was wanting to um start eventually to do more episodes a week mm. and things like that and i i just um it's just a lot of a lot of things coming up that's uh keeping my time so Oh, I completely understand. That's why. That's why I signed these guys to a multi-year contract, and <laughs> they can't leave. Uh, we're bound in blood. We can't get it. Yeah. <laughs> he signed no papers, so. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. You're a collector of geek. I mean, we can look behind you and see all the your collection, which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, would you? Would you it. It's just happened recently like yeah. i spent my entire life wanting this kind of stuff like this guy back here what i'm pointing at for again those who are just listening uh it's the golden idol from raiders of the lost ark this was like the one thing i've wanted my entire life and i finally obtained it i, nice. I like to joke that uh dr jones wasn't able to obtain it but by god <laughs> I did. now did you did you order it offline and it came to your house or did you go somewhere to buy it no, I man, I went to an Aztec temple. What are you talking? Well, about? why I want, why I'm asking is, I want to know like when you picked it up or when you opened the box, were you dressed as Indiana Jones? Because I would have had to do that. If it was you know what? You know what's really funny? Um, <laughs> my dad typically does Halloween uh, special, like little concerts for Halloween. Uh, there are these little, small, intimate. Um, high price ticket deals where these fans can come and spend time with dad and like they dress up and there's a, there's a costume contest and things. Um, I am always Indiana Jones and uh, the show got canceled because my dad got hired somewhere else last year. Uh, my costume was laying in a chair in my office. It's still laying there and it's literally less than two feet away from me. Uh, the <laughs> Guys, let's see. I'm all knock stuff over here. <laughs> see, there you go. There we go. <laughs> but I did, I did not wear it to open the box. No. So <laughs> we should have. <laughs> you could put the Iron Man helmet on, put the jacket on. I put, I put both of uh, Iron Man helmet and the uh, Star Lord helmet. I put those on <laughs> one time. And then after that, I just put them up on the shelf. I was just like, okay, I got a feel for it. <laughs> <laughs> Once I you wear, wear them constantly. 
<laughs> oh, man. dude, once you once you do, you realize like all that fighting and stuff. No, no, you can't, you can't see anything. I mean, I know that like Tony Stark probably has, you know, like micro cameras everywhere and it's like a full on, you know, but still. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't be fighting in them. I'd just be sitting around the house. <laughs> Your wife comes home. You're just sitting there yeah. like Tony in Iron Man 3. You know, you're just sitting yep. on the couch in the helmet. Okay. Yeah, yep, exactly. But, um, Nothing else. I, I did something. <laughs> I just realized I've been sitting here squinting. I did something just for y'all. Oh. I took my contacts out. So I could do this. Oh, oh one of us. Thing. One of us. There we go. <laughs> so everybody's really going to have to try to find this video because yeah. I am wearing my glasses. <laughs> Can't They're be awful. on the I Am Geek show without wearing your glasses. You got to have the glasses. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, yeah, I'll have to put this no. one up on YouTube. Yeah, I have like I have like Darth Vader and Kylo Ren and a few masks. And my son like likes to sneak into my office. And get them and wear them around the house. I he, told my girlfriend uh, <laughs> we were talking about our futures and things like that, like what we wanted if we got together, and like, or you know, what we would expect from our spouse and that kind of thing, or just different things. And we were, I was telling her that um, one thing that I, I have thought about ever since I was little was I'm going to have an office, but and my kids can never live. I don't have any kids right now, but I'll never let them listen to this podcast because I'm giving it away. <laughs> <laughs> that is like a fake office it's a front right <laughs> and there's a bookcase that opens up to my real office there you right? go they, that's the dream awesome. right there my kids are going to be like 16 years old they're going to be like dad always goes in his office and like i swear he just went in there and we open the door he's not there like dad disappeared <laughs> he's gone <laughs> <laughs> Your kids have a very different accent than you have. They got from their mother, I guess. Never can. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he got he got my uh, Darth Vader mask the other day, and he put it on, and it has like the little talk and stuff. It's got the whole plate, and he was walking around the house going, uh, "You don't know the power of the dark side," and he kept repeating it and stuff, and then he. <laughs> He sat down to eat a grilled cheese sandwich, and he's just like Wah! trying to press it into the mask. I'm like, "Oh gosh, no! Oh no! No man! <laughs> like, what have you done?" But it's it's cute. What are you gonna do? So, <clears throat> with your dad, I mean, being you know a country uh, star legend, you grew up in the business. I had a little taste of the business, and that was enough for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little taste of Nashville, and, and I was good with that. What was it like? Because um, you said you acted at nine, and you started recording at what? How old? Fourteen? Uh, actually, five. Five. Oh, well. Oh. So, what was it like growing up in that sort of atmosphere, and how has it sort of shaped who you are? Getting deep. Uh, uh, how it shaped who I am. Um, I, I always say, because I, I was homeschooled. I was one of those kids. And um, I, I hated it at the time. But uh, I had to be, because I was on the road constantly. And um, 
I, I do always say that my life made me who I am, and contrary to what I always say, I, I, I like myself. Uh, so <laughs> I, I got to meet so many different people, um, all these stories on the road and things like that. That wouldn't have happened um, if I just went to school and stayed home um, or if I had had a, a different life. Uh, it, but to me, it was just life. People would always ask me that. They're like, well, what, what's it like having a singer as your dad? I'm like, and literally right now, he's downstairs laying in bed watching TV. Like, it's, it's the same. <laughs> like, it truly is the same. It's just his job's a little different. Uh, you know, he goes and performs on stage, you know, twice a week. And um, then he comes home and we watch movies. We go out to eat. Like, it's the, you know, it's just, um, it's not all glitz and glamour, yeah. what people, uh, what what people seem to believe, but, uh, I, it did allow me to see, um, a different perspective as far as like the business side of the music industry goes. Um, my eyes were opened at a very young age, dealt with all the politics and all that stuff. Um, and that's something I don't think a lot of the people who come down here to be stars, um, are equipped with. Yeah. Uh, so I'm fortunate or I feel fortunate for that, but yeah, um, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> still, it still is fun. It still is fun. I just don't like all the, you know, the bureaucracy and all the business aspect of it. I can't stand that. I just like performing for people. Yeah, that's when I when we had uh, we, at one point we had a, a manager and we toured around and stuff and, uh, he took us to Nashville, and uh, it was the Christian Christian music industry and, man, it was a rough industry, and I'm like no. That's I'm good. <laughs> you wouldn't expect that being Christian yeah. industry. <laughs> you wouldn't expect it, but it was it was it was rough. Um, but you know, it was it was it was cool. It was a cool experience, but I'm glad I'm where I'm at now. So that's cool. Well, so what got you? Um, we see all the uh, Marvel stuff, so I'm guessing you're a Marvel guy instead of a DC. I, I like it all. Like I it just all? I think that, yeah, I mean, in my formulative years, like growing up, um, Marvel prevailed. You know, there there was Batman with Batman Begins and that kind of stuff yeah. um, or those films. But and I think it's a crying shame. And I, I think somebody at Warner Brothers knows like <laughs> like it, it's Marvel, right? They had Iron Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a success. They didn't go, hey, let's scrap that <laughs> and let's start over like, and do other superhero movies. No, they used Iron Man as the foundation to create a universe. Warner Brothers had films that were arguably bigger than Iron Man with Batman Begins and that trilogy, Chris- mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan's trilogy. Why didn't they just build off of that? Like, why? Offer Christian Bell enough money and tell him to come back. Like, you know, get yourself over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I just, I just think, dear, you know, through my life, Marvel prevailed and um, DC's just struggled. Yeah. So it's just part of the culture that sculpted me. <laughs> <laughs> Can you remember going back? What was your first sort of superhero you fell in love with? Was it Iron Man or was it somebody? You know what's funny is I actually didn't like the first Iron Man. <laughs> Oh yeah, 
It's one of my it's one of my favorite films now and my favorite uh, Marvel film, but I did not like it when I first saw it. Mm. I don't know why. I was um, let's see, be eighteen, and I think eighteen or nineteen, and um, it wasn't until Iron Man two came out and I enjoyed Iron Man two. I'm one of the few, like I liked it, and then I went back and saw Iron Man one, and I went oh. I yeah. saw what I liked about Iron Man 2 in Iron Man 1, and I realized it was the superior film. I think the reason why I liked Iron Man 2 so much is because of its because connection to Walt. Walt. Oh, okay. I, oh, okay. I, I heard myself. I I heard myself. Yeah, I'm it's weird. Here. weird. Um, um, okay, everybody. We have an echo. Did it come? Un- something come unplugged? Nope. Everybody's uh, earphones are in. One, two. It's not doing it. There we go. Okay, it quit. Okay. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Hello, Stealth. Um, But yeah, it was its connection to Walt Disney and um, the World's Fair. And uh, John Favreau really even used like Epcot as an inspiration for Mm -hmm. the Stark Expo. Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, of course, a lot of people may not know this, but they got, uh, John Favreau got the Sherman Brothers to rewrite uh, essentially a ripoff of A Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. Uh, It's called Make Way for Tomorrow Today, and it was the theme for the Stark Expo. Uh, And it's in the credits for Iron Man 2. So (laughs) that made me, like, that made me gravitate to Iron Man, you know. And then I went back and watched the first one. Obviously, so it was superior. (laughs) So I don't know, have you... I guess it may have been after your or before your time. Have you have you ever been to a World's Fair? Were you? Uh, no. 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 You missed out, buddy. You missed out. I went to the uh, Knoxville World's Fair. I don't know if Katrin, did you go to Knoxville? Nineteen eighty-two World's Fair. Yeah. yeah. In Knoxville, I would see the Sun Sphere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were there. I've got we've got pictures. So we could have been there at the same time. We could have been there at the same time. Yeah, I, we have. I have the hat uh, somewhere still. The the big tall trucker style hat, and uh, yeah, man. But <laughs> that's I, that's where the Sun Sphere started, right? Where, yeah, when they yeah, they, they built, built it, it. For that. and uh, that that's there's still the area there. That's the World's Fair Park, I think, is what they call it there. I, I think that's right. But yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of cool stuff, robots, and uh, that's like one of one of the things I remember is the the ro- riding robots. Like that, they were writing things out. I don't know if you remember that. There was the Heinz robot that I got a pickle pin from. The pickle pin, yeah. <laughs> there were there were those, and then we're like uh, rabbit trails on the show. We just sort of, whoop, that sounds yeah. cool. Let's talk about that. And there was a, a a blacksmith, and my my brother got something made from a blacksmith, so that was cool. The past it's and our... the future collide. Yeah. And now now the sun sphere is full of wigs. Only on is the it... Simpsons. Only on the Simpsons. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's true to life. Wait, true what? To... Oh, there's a Simpsons episode where the Simpsons go to Knoxville to see the Sun Sphere, and it's full of wigs. Um, must be true. It's like, yeah, it's like a wig okay. shop. Like the kids run off, and they're like, let's go to Florida, let's go to Disney. And they find a brochure for the World's Fair in Knoxville that's really old, and they think it's still happening. Like, no, no, let's not go to Disney. Okay. Let's go to the World's Fair <laughs> Knoxville. I was trying to. I was trying to look up on my phone because uh, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want somebody to like correct me and be like, "No, you're wrong. okay." See, yeah, it was the the world's Columbian Exposition in Chicago yeah. in 1893 is when uh, Juicy Fruit debuted. Oh, there we and go. I, 
And I always said, like, if I had a time machine, like, if the universe <laughs> allows me, like, if I'm the chosen one and I get to travel through time, right, Marty McFly style, I'm going to Chicago, 1893. I'm going to take a pack of Juicy Fruit with me, and then I'm going to ask somebody, I'm going to be like, hey, where's the Juicy Fruit stand? <laughs> like, what? I'm like, the, the, the stuff you chew. Oh, okay, yeah, it's over here. I'm going to go. I'm going to get me a whatever pack, you know, whatever it's in. I'm going to try both of them and see if the flavor is still the same. <laughs> like, you know it's not. Like, you know it doesn't. But what if it is? Like, what if it tastes exactly Good. the same? It might be. So you heard it here first, uh, first folks. Um, if Tyler gets the time machine, he's not going to stop Hitler. He's, he's not going to uh, hey, man. go back and check. He wants to taste the juicy fruit. I can't You're stop already... Hitler because if I stop Hitler – then you won't say stop Hitler, and then I won't go back and stop Hitler. Oh, Let's see. The conundrum. So, I, see, I've already thought about this, man. I, I, this is how I use my free time. <laughs> well, you, already got, you see, I've got Mr. Fusion back there. Right. Right? You got any banana peels lying around? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need. I need, like, some fake banana so, peels. Have it hanging out of the side yeah. of it. I can't bear it. That was actually... Um, I, I mentioned it to the guys, but I, I didn't mention it to the listeners. I, um, I I have a couple of projects coming up, and one of them will involve all the stuff that's in my office, um, kind of. And uh, a buddy of mine kind of knew what I was doing, and he sent me that as a gift. Oh, and wow. His father that's actually cool. owns the company that makes it, so shout out to Diamond Select. Wow. Oh, that's a good company. Not yeah. a sponsor. <laughs> Steve Jeffy's awesome dude. You never know. He might. <laughs> I'll take that. Oh, I'm up. <laughs> so we, we figured it out. What you're really doing is you're making Ready Player One um, 2. That's what it is, right? That's what it looks yeah, like. Spoilers. I'm not supposed to talk about it. <laughs> I saw Ready Ryan's Player One the other it. day. Um, let me tell you. It's the best... Or one of the best '80s movies ever made. If you like '80s movies, you'll love Red, one, uh, Ready Player Ready One. Player. How was it seeing the DeLorean again? Oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. And the DeLorean, the movie has on the front of it has the Knight Rider um, That's lights. What I heard. <laughs> That's what I heard. Oh my goodness! Oh. I was just like sitting there geeking out the whole time. Like, what? Here's my question to you, and I like I said, I haven't seen it, so don't spoil it. No, I won't spoil but anything. I, I feel like if I ask this question and you like go ahead and answer it, then I won't be disappointed. Okay. So, is it just... Uh, okay, let me think of how I want to ask it. Is it obvious that it's only... Like, they only make references to properties that they could legally get the rights to? Um... Like, do you just see, like, DC? Do you just no. see Spielberg movies? Like, do you actually see, like... If you if you look, but... you'll... Basically, anything you want to see, you can see it. It's in the movie. From other companies. Yeah. Like, if you want... If you're like, oh, I hope there's a Star Wars thing in there. There's Star Wars. Oh, if you want yeah, DC, there's, there's DC. Really. If you want Marvel, there's Marvel. If you want... Uh, okay. Um, Overwatch. Like okay, Overwatch. that makes Overwatch, feel video better. games... Um, Iron Giant's in there. Iron Giant, Battletoads. Yeah, see, I thought they, I thought they just put Iron Giant in there because that was a property that they had. Oh, yeah, right. you know? yeah. But okay, so if you're telling I, me that, okay, that makes yeah. me feel. I better. saw an interview with Steven Spielberg, and he was like, 
if if it was pop culture, we went for it and we went for it hard and we made sure we could get it. So yeah, and yeah. and they must have. I mean, they must have really did some nice negotiating because I'm sure, just based off some of the scene, stuff I've seen, that they like the the models and the rigs and like the models from all these other companies. Like they gave them to them to use because I mean that would be have to be a lot of building for all yeah. these characters and some like 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 Overwatch and stuff like that. They must just like, can we have your models? Yeah. And then they rigged them to work for their stuff. But yeah, it looks great. I haven't seen the movie, but just it was it was amazing. Movie. Like it was, um, it's one of those movies that you have to watch multiple times to catch everything that's going on because there's just so much going on. But not only visually, but the story was really good. I liked the story. Um, it was like good from beginning to end. There wasn't any slow parts. It was just, um, it was just cool to see. And of course, growing up in the '80s, seeing all that stuff, like again, and it was like the typical '80s movie. It felt like I was watching an '80s movie with the technology of now. You know, on the screen. how's it? How's it doing? Good, uh, I think. It's doing pretty it's well. One. Um, yeah, I think it's been doing pretty good. Um, overseas, too, I think, as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brady um, Player won uh, $181.2 million at the global box office. I'd say that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it late at night. Back. I saw it late at night, and there was like hardly anybody in the theater. And I'm sure, like the people in there that were in there, were like mad at me by the end of it because I'm just sitting there going, "Whoa, hey, that's cool." <laughs> and I normally don't do that in movies, but this one I'm just like, "Yes, yes, that's awesome." <laughs> like, that's oh, awesome. It was, it was cool. Um, and there's like, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's one uh, thing they have to do that's like from one of my um, favorite um, horror movies, and it's. It was just so cool to see. Um, So it's got like every genre sort of crammed in there. Um, (coughs) So I don't know if you noticed. Oh, I didn't even think about that. So one of the challenges for the keys? Yeah, so there's like like three challenges they have to do. Okay. Okay. Because I've been thinking about that a lot. I was like, what could the challenges be? A horror movie from pop culture. Uh, Okay. It was cool. The challenges, they, you know, they could have done like, I've never read the book, so I don't know what they're doing. The I book. didn't want to because I didn't. I didn't want it to be spoiled or. Well, the the thing the pe- I know people that have read the book because I haven't read the book, and they've read the book and seen the movie, and apparently it's really different, uh-huh. like compared to what they do. Because like they said, um, that like if you love the '80s and everything, the movie's great. But if you really love the '80s, read the book because it delves into it even further, um, and really enriches it. Uh, but they said they're both great. Like they said, mm-hmm. like, and uh, Bryn, one of our one of our fans of the show, <laughs> hey, <Bryn. laughs> uh, um, she like said she hardly ever says like the the movie's just as good as a book, and she said it's just as good. Like it's so yeah, I loved it. I'll I'll see it again. I'll buy it what's when it the, comes out. What's the music like in the movie? Is it eighties oh, music? Yes, eighties music. Nice. Again, I don't want to give anything away because the music is that much a part of yeah. the movie. It's not like background stuff. It's it plays integral parts in parts of the movie. And, yeah, I got to uh, go see it. Yeah, it's it's like late 70s. They have some late 70s um music and then 80s music. And um 
then everything you've ever wanted to see is is right no. there in the movie as far as pop culture. <laughs> um, That's yeah. awesome. It's cool. Um, it'll definitely be a buy for me. Uh, of course, this uh, 2018 just began, so I can't say it's the best movie of the year. But if this movie was last year, it would have been the best movie of last year for me. Mm. Way, way better than I, uh, some movie behind me there. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't even. Like, I don't even want to go there. Yeah, we're not going to go together. We don't. No. Yeah. no, what makes what makes it even worth is that like I. I have a, I don't, I don't want to say hatred because I don't want to say I hate anybody. <laughs> like, and he really, this person I'm about to talk about, not that guy, but this other person I'm about to talk about, he he redeemed himself with Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. I thought it was a fantastic film, but yeah. that David Yates, he's like a he's like a tyrant. Like he won't step down. Like move, get out of the way. Like, and and I know what it is like. He's nice, probably, and he's a yes boy, so he does like whatever J.K. Rowling wants. So you know he gets the job. The best Harry Potter film, in my opinion, is Prisoner of Azkaban. Alfonso Cuarón—I can never pronounce his name correctly. Mm-hmm. But um, if it wasn't for him, the Harry Potter universe wouldn't look like it looks like. Like he was responsible for that. He was responsible for their clothing, the wrought iron look, like you know, the 1920s and 30s kind of feel like, yeah. you know, to the architecture. That was him. He did that. He took Christopher Columbus, Christopher Columbus's films, you know, wiped them off the board, essentially, and then started over and created this whole other universe. And now David Yates stepped in and just, he won't go away. So, <laughs> so now I think that Ryan Johnson is becoming a David Yates. <laughs> He will not go away. Now they're giving him a trilogy. Oh, yeah. The yeah. dude that has made the most, and I get it, like because what I was about to say was the dude that made the most controversial installment to Star Wars since the prequels. Okay, from a marketing standpoint, that's great. Like Disney's like, ooh, this will create, you know, yeah. but you're tarnishing your brand at the at the you know the risk of like m- making people talk about it. Yeah, but I just. <laughs> Yeah, we, uh, we, uh, we're not a fan on here. <laughs> yeah. No. It's my 13-year-old nephew felt like, well, he, he literally, when we walked out, he goes, well, I feel exactly like I did when I left Force Awakens. Like, now I just have even more questions. Like, I just feel like we started over. Like, and I was like, yes. He's, a, he's not a child, but I'm like, that's youth right there, and that's honesty. Yeah. You know? It's the first Star Wars movie that I have not ran out to buy when it was released. I don't own home. it. I don't either. I don't know. I'm, I'm not getting it. <laughs> Here's my question. Now, I love talking to you guys already because this is <laughs> um, Do you think that J.J. will hit the reset button again? And do what he did to him. Do you think that he'll just be like, "Oh no, Ryan Johnson, what he said is all a lie. This is what really." In, what do you think? In my perfect world, which it won't happen. I've said it on the show before. The the beginning of the next one will be Luke Skywalker in bed. He wakes up, <laughs> looks over to Mara Jade, and says, "I just had the weirdest dream." And then it goes from there. <laughs> Bob Newhart opening. Bob Newhart opening. That's what I want to happen. <laughs> but it was. Well, um, so I was actually thinking this the other day because, like, because yeah, I think he's gonna like because JJ had 
definitely specific things he mind he had in mind that were going to continue forward. So he's, I think he's gonna he's gonna kind of do that, push some stuff aside. But I was thinking, so if if Snoke, like the, there was the whole thing that maybe he's was it Darth Sidious. Mm-hmm. So Darth Sidious supposedly had conquered death. Darth right? Si- no, not Darth Sidious. Or Plagueis. 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 Yeah, Plagueis. 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 Yeah. I'm sorry. Not Sidious. Plagueis. Gosh, Chris. <laughs> what in the world? I, geez, what a moron. <laughs> I was kidding. Shows you, hey, it shows you I was right there with him. I was like, yes. Yeah. Yes. I wanted to see if you guys would catch that or not. <laughs> you, you caught it. Um, <laughs> Darth Plagueis. So he had apparently conquered death. Yeah. So him getting cut in half, would that really kill him then? If he'd conquered death already, yeah. could he come just come back? Essentially, could 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 back? well, that's what some people are saying is that he um, he wanted that to happen. He made made that happen, and um, that he oh. will be back. But who knows? Snoke that that was all a part of his plan. Yeah, just the thing. Yeah, so who knows? Who knows well, I mean, what JJ will they do? They played. I mean, we all know this, especially you guys. But I mean, they they played the same music when Snoke first appeared that played when Sidious was telling Anakin yeah. about mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Yep. Like, <laughs> you can't tell me that wasn't like people were going trying to figure out who he was and I was like, why are you guys wasting time? Like it's the same music. Like it's the dude's theme. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> And I actually saw an image. I think it was it was really well done. Um, where they have um, so his Snoke's um, kind of stuff that's wrong with his face, like all his injuries and everything. They've taken two lightsabers and pushed them straight down. And there's actually like two lines that go intersect right down through his head into his neck. Huh. And it actually works. I mean, like I don't know if they photoshopped anything weird to make huh. it work. But I mean, it looked like it was like a nice straight line from the top of his head down into his neck. Oh, like, I see what you're saying because of his mouth. Let's try yeah, it. Because... I've got two lightsabers right here. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, let's see here. So you got to place All them right. on top of your head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like sorely tempted to go run and grab mine. <laughs> <laughs> to my right, um, you can't see it, and nobody can see it really. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight lightsabers and then to my left i've got i've got got nine lightsabers right here i have one luke had one one yeah i've i've got a darth maul one in my closet (laughs) oh i've got a darth maul so i've got 10 lightsabers yeah there's darth maul okay 10 lightsabers right now at the ready uh You know, just in what? case. <laughs> what? I love how you said at the ring. Yeah, you never know. You never what know what you're going to have to do. He sleeps with one under his pillow. She's like, why do you have that lightsaber by your door? I said, just in case. Just in case. <laughs> you never know. My favorite yeah. one is a, I've got a master replica Anakin um, Skywalker over here. Or... I've got to. Ooh, it's in this oh. box right now, but yeah, <laughs> mint. It's mint in the no, box. No, it's it's been played with. <laughs> I miss master replicas so bad. Yeah, yeah. That one was bought for me by my wife at Hollywood Studios. Long, you got a, long ago. You got a, you got you got a the nice elder one. Yeah, 
Oh, oh there's the Elder Wand. You got the Elder Wand, so that beats your lightsaber. I'm sorry. But... Whatever. <laughs> that beats all ten of your lightsabers. No, so I can just break it in I half. I have to agree. <laughs> I have a cane. <laughs> Katrin has a cane. Up. And you got a cane and it falls down. <laughs> You're Daredevil, man. There we go. You're Daredevil. It's not a Daredevil cane, though. <laughs> <laughs> My son had to dress up like a hundred-year-old man at, at school one time. <laughs> so we have a, a collapsible cane. <laughs> yes. Ah, crap. He now just Tyler's just beat us all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that thing's so cool. Oh, it lights up. Well, tell him what. It, he, not everybody's watching. Oh, that's right. Not everybody's watching. We're geeking out here. He's, he's got the gauntlet. Um, Infinity Gauntlet. Sorry, I'm about to cough. <laughs> Infinity Gauntlet. All the Infinity Stones. All the stones. <laughs> All six of them. And he's hanging ten. <laughs> uh, so cool. That'd be great if, like, Thanos, like, you know, somebody grabs it and they're like... <laughs> <laughs> you gonna wear that to the movie? You know what's funny? Because I was gonna tell you guys this, too, is I, I have the Infinity Gauntlet I have the shirt that I'm going to wear. I have Star Lord's shirt uh, from oh, Guardians Two. The one that looks like it says "baby," but it yeah, doesn't. Yeah, yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, I don't actually have my tickets. Oh, <laughs> I don't either. So. Um, I got mine. <laughs> I got yeah. mine like they came on sale. <laughs> and since it's a family-friendly show, I won't do what I want to. Do with the <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just now, I want to. <laughs> I don't have my tickets either. Um, that's the thing. Uh, I because we have two small kids, I end up just going to the movies by myself a lot. Um, oh. So I'll probably just go, go by myself. Oh. <laughs> I can't. I can't I'm, say I'm going... this too loud. Um, I might actually go by myself because oh. uh, I'm supposed to go with my nephew Ryan, my guitar player Juan. And my dad. See, here's the deal. My nephew's not really allowed on social media, so he's not going to be spoiled, right? Juan, he just doesn't really care. And neither does my dad. I'm the only one who cares about being spoiled, so I'm going to grab myself a ticket, and I'm going to go opening night. I don't blame you. I'm going to wear my shirt, and I'm going to find out who dies. (laughs) Everyone, probably. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm not able to go opening night, but yeah, I'm going I'm going total black on internet. Like I'm just like I'm, not, I'm shutting it all off. Well, I know it won't work, but the directors have like put out a thing saying do not spoil the stream. I mean, it won't work, but they're like so y'all watch y'all watch Screen Junkies at all? Not to interrupt. Oh, sometimes, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they they came out and they talked about that. The Russo brothers, uh, what they did, you know, their their mm-hmm. plea, you know, to not spoil mm-hmm. it. I agree with the guys at Screen Junkies and Girl. They said it's just going to make it worse. Yeah, oh yeah, well. <laughs> they're provoking. Like, yeah. you know, like, yeah, it will. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I gotta, I gotta look for tickets and see when I can go. The thing, there's a movie theater here that's like every Tuesday night is five dollar movie, so I usually just go then. Mm. So it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be tempting to wait until the next Tuesday to go. Ooh. But. I don't know. This may be one I have to splurge on. Um, go see it. I know we're past the last Jedi, but I, <laughs> I we're really, never I, past the last. Jedi. I never <laughs> missed my opportunity, man. Oh, there's a port. Wait, where's my port? Uh, 
Get the wings out. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Ready to be cooked. Oh, uh, the Ready. pork's my pork's not in here. I think the cranes are coming. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> They're coming out with a um, ten-inch one. And I plan to uh, splurge and purchase it. <laughs> I actually the, like the pork. The only, yeah, the only thing everybody likes. The yeah, pork. pork. That's it. <laughs> I don't like the sound they make. I don't, oh, I don't think they chose the right Brian side. loves it. I think they're creepy. Dead eyes. Yeah, and their wing to body ratio is like they're yeah. obviously not gonna be able to fly. Like I don't yeah. get it. No, they're 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 the messed up penguins of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> but they're so <laughs> adorable. Oh. Dead eyes. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Let's, I'm having fun. Okay, I have to ask you because um, I've I've heard you mention this this uh, man before. Um, he's sort of infamous, I guess, and I want to know more about him. Oh, no, Can Whoa. You tell me about Skipper Dan. Oh, jeez. <laughs> here, I'm gonna do this. There we go. Put that. I'm gonna put that right there. I it's, think that's. Uh, I like, I like it there. It looks good right there. <laughs> kind of like he's inquisitive. Like, hmm? it was like, what's going on? <laughs> what was that? Um. No, oh, man, Dan. He. Um. What do you want to know? Like, is is he an alter ego? Is does he have an origin story? I mean, if you don't know, Skipper Dan is probably the coolest guy in the world. Um. Uh, he he's, he would like you to think he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He he's he's uh he's a fan of the Jungle Cruise, right? Yeah, he's actually yeah. he's actually a uh, a skipper for the yeah, Jungle skipper. Navigation Company. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he got he got separated from his boat some time ago and uh he's not as brave as well, he would like you to think he is. So. <laughs> he uh Dan started out on the Vine for those um who are living in 2000 and the Vine. What? It's coming back. Yeah. That's what I heard. I wish it would. I, I don't know. Um, I've heard rumors. But I, I started picking up some popularity on the Vine because uh, being signed to Curb Records, I had to be on all forms of social media. And uh, the guy who was in charge uh, of all of my social media, he um, he texted me and was like, hey, you need to make an account on the Vine. He said, I think it's right up your alley anyway since you want to be a filmmaker. And uh, little did he know, I had already downloaded and made it made an account. So um, I had done like one Vine, and I felt so good that I was ahead of him. You know, like I was like, yes, it's like you get paid for this, and I'm ahead of you. Um, but uh, when 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 all the Viners started, you know, picking up popularity and stuff like that, they were all making alter egos. And uh, my girlfriend at the time asked me if I was going to create one, and I said, I don't, I don't have an idea. Like I don't know what to do. Like. Um, but then I, I thought about the Jungle Cruise one night, and I, I thought it would be funny if there was a Jungle Cruise skipper lost in the jungle. You know, there's tigers, <laughs> lions, bears, oh my, but, you know, natives and stuff like that. Uh, and I did one vine, and it took me, like, 50 takes. And I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted him to be chased by a lion or a tiger. And uh, it wasn't working, so I got really mad, and I was like, "Oh look, there's a ceiling!" And I had set up all of my all the fake plants we had in the house, and I just <laughs> you know, so it looked like I was in the jungle, but but I pointed the camera up, and you could see like I was actually in a room somewhere. Uh, it 
it got a lot of traffic. <laughs> like people loved it. They thought it was funny. So um, it just went from there. I made a couple of little short films just essentially for my dad's fans, like on Facebook and stuff, uh, because they had we had been making videos for them just on the road and whatnot. And uh, yeah, Skipper Dan was born. So are those videos <laughs> somewhere where people can watch them? Uh, yeah, I think you can go. You can find me on Facebook, uh, Tyler Dean. Uh, it might be Tyler Dean McDowell now. There's a few on YouTube. Of course, I use music that wasn't my own, so a couple of them got taken down. <laughs> now here's a here's an artist representation. I'm, I'm assuming your dad did this, right? No, actually, I. I uh, oh, you did this one? Oh, wow. dude, it's awesome. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was my uh, second painting. Wow. And uh, somebody, somebody was like, or multiple people have asked me, they're like, uh, what was it like painting yourself? I'm like, but to me, it's not me. It, it's Dan. It's Dan. Like, it's Dan. Goofy, goofy self. <laughs> Dan has a nice mustache. That was very good. Dan does have a nice mustache. Yeah. Don't, don't tell him you think it's fake. Just don't. <laughs> No, I think I think Skipper Dan should make a comeback. I, I'm liking it. I, yeah, I, I think it's I, people, brilliant. That's what's so funny is um, I'll go on the road or something because at the time it was it seemed like nobody cared. There was like I, well I shouldn't say it. there was like 50 people that just were like you know they were obsessed. It was a small little <laughs> yeah that's him. <laughs> Showed a picture showing of him. Us, yeah, he's showing us pictures of, of the. Of the fellow, <laughs> um, but people will come up to me, you know that, you know, uh, once a week or something, and they'll say, "Hey, you know, when are you going to do a Skipper Dan vi our video again?" And they're a lot of work. Not they bad. are, because yeah. um, I, I I only had one wall that was a backdrop, and so instead of moving the camera around the set, I had to move the set around the camera. Um, <laughs> And it was, uh, it was, it was very, it was just me, right. <laughs> you know, and I, I would, I would spend, you know, 15 hours, you know, a day for two weeks for a one minute video or a two minute video only to have somebody go, well, that was more like a trailer than a movie. <laughs> I was like, ah! <laughs> so, um, like give me I money and I'll make a bigger one. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> And I tried that too. I tried to go fund me. It didn't work. <laughs> has, has Skipper Dan rode the Jungle Cruise in person? He has not. Um, but a funny little story was um, I talked about doing those videos for the fans on Facebook, you know, just like behind the scenes stuff at shows and whatnot. But right. if I go to Disney or, you know, some exotic locale, quote unquote, I'll do a video and post it on Facebook. And, um, I happened to be in the Magic Kingdom in Adventureland, and I said I was going to tell the fans all about the Jungle Cruise for those who hadn't been to Walt Disney World, and uh, I was going to explain like where Skipper Dan came from. So I was doing a video, and I saw a Jungle Cruise skipper standing outside the ride, and I walked over to him, and I was like, "Hey, man!" I was like, "Have you seen Dan?" <laughs> he goes, "Dude," he goes, "I haven't seen him in months." He goes, "I will tell you this though." And uh, it's not good. He said, uh, I found his hat in the temple. He goes, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if he made it. Well, I had done a vine where Dan lost his hat. That's hilarious. And so I looked at him, and he looked at me. I had to stop the video. And he goes, dude, we all know who you are. We think it's great. And I was like, 
Pete. I was like, okay. I was like, well, real Jungle Cruise skippers know that. You made it. My dad's girlfriend thinks that I should do on-ride photos as Dan. You know, I should oh, hilarious. Mustache and everything. So you never know. <laughs> I don't know. They might ask you to cease and desist, though. It's like <laughs> I know that's, that's one of the reasons I didn't do it because it's like if I put on the mustache and yeah. the shirt, it's fine, right? Yeah, sure. And right. if I start doing like the cuts and stuff, then it becomes a character, and Skipper Dan is always wounded. So, yeah. well, that's when you just go to Mickey's Not So Scary, right? Right. Yeah. right. Do the whole costume. Uh, we may be going back this year. We went. We are. Yeah. So, I got my tickets today, actually. Well, there I can you tell go. you that. So yeah, we'll be down in October. Come on down, Tyler. You got room in your trunk? Huh? Uh. Well, if you want to come to Houston, yeah. Jack, <laughs> <laughs> friends in McKinney, one of my actually uh, a guy who's one day in the future will probably be one of my best men. He lives in McKinney, Texas. Oh, that's where, I, that's where yeah. Tessa lives. Yeah, yeah, I live here. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm in he's, McKinney. He's right in McKinney. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice place. And we just found out that Chris is is Tyler's best friend that lives in McKinney and will be in his wedding one day. Yeah, it's McKinney. It'll be Surprise. one of my best Where's the ring? You gave me one. You gave one of these bread twisty ties. Oh. That's my second family uh, that I'm... <laughs> yeah, we'll be down there. We're going to go to Disney. Uh, the uh, It's not an annual trip, but we, we go when we can. The Catron's in the streets. So we're going to go to Disney... Um, hopefully, Katrin and I will be going to Halloween Horror Nights, especially after we'll the announcement that they made with Stranger Things <laughs> coming. I know, Tyler, you don't like I'm it. interested, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, Tyler doesn't like it. Um, Look, dude, you don't want me to go. No. Okay? I would never pressure anybody into not going. I mean, I pressure Katrin like, to do stuff all the time. But. <laughs> you saw me. like You'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, Tyler, you need to probably go back to the room. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, are you a Stranger Things fan, or you don't? I just um, I, I've never really been a, a horror fan at all. I know it's not a horror, really. It's just yeah, mildly it's... scary. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I do want to watch it. Uh, some friends of mine that know me well said that I probably shouldn't uh, <laughs> because they they know me. Um, the, the thing about it is, is I um, as a writer, my mind can go there. Like, yeah. I could probably write some really scary, twisted, tormented stuff, and I just don't want to. Yeah. Like, I don't want to tap into that side of my brain. Um, so I just, I don't, I've never really watched anything like that. And I know that Stranger Things is probably fabulous. And at one point, it's, I probably will give in and watch it, uh, you know, during the day with all the lights on. <laughs> Have some company over. You'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Play some Dungeons and Dragons right before. It'll help out. <laughs> so they're playing the show. Um, you probably, I mean, yeah, you'd be okay with it probably. During the day with the lights on. Yeah, that should be fine. Let me, okay, did any of y'all watch Supernatural? Oh, yeah. Yes. I love Supernatural. Yeah. Is it comparable? Scary level? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, well, I mean, some of the yeah. episodes can be kind of freaky on Supernatural. Um, if you can I, watch I, Supernatural, you can watch Stranger Things. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. 
And well, by I, the, do, I do like Supernatural. I stopped yeah. it like season nine. I'm just waiting until they're done, and then I'm just oh, going to finish. You need to watch the. Be a while. <laughs> watch. Um, right. It won't. It won't. You can watch it as a standalone one. Watch the Scooby Doo episode. I watched that this past. Is it week. good? Oh, oh it's so oh, good. It's the perfect <laughs> episode. Oh my goodness, it's so good. Like the things they do in it is hilarious. I was cracking up the whole time because I'm I'm a big fan of Scooby Doo and I and I love Supernatural and it was just the perfect merging of both of them. Like they couldn't have done any better. And I want I want a whole season of just that. Hey guys, I said something that I wasn't supposed to, so this is me beeping it out. Check out our shirts at shop.spreadshirt.com slash I am a geek. And now here you go back to the show. Dog. Um, well, this is the last episode of I am geek. The lawyers will be calling. I didn't need a job. It's fine. <laughs> I did that. I was thinking I of something else long ago. Not what you're thinking of. I worked on Yogi Bear. Like Yogi Bear. Probably. That's what I was thinking That's of. That's what it was, yeah. I did that on um, BLT, actually. One of the first episodes I had brought uh, my former girlfriend uh, who worked in the Magic Kingdom uh, there. And she, she um, we didn't know that like it would be okay for her to be a guest. So I, I never listened to the episode, I, but she was like interjecting. So I don't know if you guys ever heard that episode, but she was there in the studio. And uh, I, I said that she worked in Fantasyland. Uh-oh. I thought she was going to kill me. <laughs> like, and then Logan joined in and was like, and I'm like, okay, okay, I didn't say you were a princess. Like what? She's a princess. But she wasn't. But oh. she wasn't. <laughs> you were Jasmine. I, I, I know to say you're friends with Rapunzel. Like I get it. <laughs> but I was like, why can't I say that you work in Bell's Village? Like I don't get. I oh, we're narrowing this down, folks. We're finding it here. <laughs> oh no, you can find her. It's great. Uh, she funny. left me because I didn't have any money. Oh. So. Oh, there you go. Well, you, I don't really care. She didn't deserve. I mean, she didn't deserve it. She, she works in Fantasyland, ladies and gentlemen. Go find her. So why did you? Why did you? Why were you mean to Tyler? What did I, you do? I actually, somebody may have seen. One of you guys may have seen a post I had uh, put on Twitter a long time ago at when she left. I um the night that I met her, I made a wish in the Cinderella fountain oh. uh, that I would meet the one. And I walked into Bell's Village, and uh, I made eye contact with this girl. And uh, she was my girlfriend, like I said. Um, but it uh, it went south, like really bad. So don't make a wish in that Cinderella fountain, whatever you do. That's the thing with wishes. you, you got to be specific, because you said the one, but you didn't say the one what. Yeah. <laughs> got to be very specific with Wish, wishes. Said, wishes can turn on you. Yeah. I said my girl, so <laughs> my girl of terror, <laughs> torment. However <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wishes are tricky. Yeah, it's a dream your heart makes though. When you're fast asleep. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, anyways, wishes usually don't work out that well on Disney in Disney movies until the very end. Then it sort of twists around. But so maybe you just met the uh, ugly stepsister. There you go. 
I hit my out because I I think I think I'm in a in a good place right now. So good. Good. Worked out. Let's talk about that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about. So <laughs> she's married. Uh, no. <laughs> no not you kidding. Devin <laughs> McKinney. She no. She uh, she really was married uh, when we met, but oh. she's not more, so it's okay. <laughs> Get the scoop here, folks. Um, what were we talking? Oh, we were talking about Scooby Doo. Yeah, so Scooby Doo episode was really good. Segway. Um, <laughs> Segway. <laughs> um, my favorite was Thelma. In the episode. Oh, Velma's great. Or Velma, whatever her name is. Velma. 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 Did you say Velma? I said Velma and Louise. Velma and Louise, yeah. Yeah, they're, they made an appearance. They drove by in their car. Yeah. Velma, I have a cold. Ends, Come on, or I'm yeah. sick or something. I can... yeah, it, it ends with them driving the yeah. machine off. Velma the was what I meant to say, but she was hilarious <laughs> because she wanted to make sure that everybody knew that it was just smoke and mirrors, even though she had like her hand in a pool of blood and stuff. And she's like, it's just fake. And we're like, oh. no. <laughs> but you got you to watch the episode. It was very well done. Um, so good. Oh, we're, what the hell? We're, we're about in an hour, 56 minutes. Um, oh, um, oh, is it time to bring out the cake? It's our 50th. It's our 50th. Sure, so, bring so out the cake. I got a little cake. What? Everybody what? Share. Did you send cupcake. us some? Um, yeah, Man, it should be on your doorstep if you saw it. Oh, yeah, you just go check. Uh, this this is from Small Cakes. Uh, oh, small. Sponsor. Shout out to Small Cakes. Woo! Woo! It yesterday. It's a it's a brownie twister is what they called it. Oh, okay. Uh, it's got like just chunks of brownie and then some kind of like candy stuck in it, and I was just like, it's all chocolate and caramel. I'm you, like I'm getting that. Have you had the chocolate one with the cream in the middle? It looks like a, a um, not. It's a Hostess oh, cake. Yeah, uh, it's like a Hostess one. Yeah. Yeah, man, that thing is awesome. Yeah. I'm gonna, so I'm just gonna eat this the rest of the time. Oh, good. We can hear you chew. Here. <laughs> I haven't tried it. Katrin, was there questions for Tyler? Did yeah. Uh, let me get that. So, so, <laughs> so I made a mistake probably, but I was like, you know what? I don't care. Um, well, I care, but. I that's, post- that's essentially how I act. Yeah, that's how yeah. I am. Yeah, so I was like, hey, there are fans of Tyler on the BLT Lunch Break group. They probably want to know, know what he's what he's up to. And I, So I just said, hey, talking to Tyler later, you got any questions for him, let me know. I'd be happy to, to pass them along. Well, followed by a long set of uh, GIFs. Of, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> okay. GIFs. All right. There are there were some people that were like, oh, you know, tell him we said hello, and you know, ask him what he's doing. Somebody asked what what his favorite deli meat is. You can answer that if you want to. Turkey. Turkey. Of course. Goes. What else is good there? choice? Good choice. <laughs> that is funny. All right. So, but we also posted were on a ours. Of, yeah. yeah, you posted a, a bunch of times, so I, I, I tried <laughs> to chase all of them down. <laughs> well, different people see. I know, I know. Social media, different times of the day. So you got to so, keep posting. Got post happy. So Vance Cope asks, They're singing along at a concert, do it or shut up so people can hear the artist? Same question, but instead of a concert, Haunted Mansion stretching room. Okay, I got to, I got to, since I just watched Pirates of the Caribbean for the first time with my girlfriend last night. As for, well, not first time for me. First <laughs> I was going to say, 
<laughs> no, no. Trust me, I saw Pirate, I saw Curse of the Black Pearl nine times in the theater when I was thirteen. So she had never seen him before. We're on part two. We're gonna go to three. We're gonna stop there. Uh, <laughs> she, that's where the that's where the real story stops. Um, but no, I gotta answer it as Jack Sparrow. Uh, yes to the first. No to the second. <laughs> nice. There we don't, go. Don't. Um, do not play Can We Talk Louder Than the Ghost Host game. I can't stand that. Like, I, look, I fall victim of it, okay, but at least I do it, like, quietly to myself, you know? like Yeah, um, can't help it. You know, the whole dialogue for the ghost host. Right. Uh, but if you're in a concert, you know, the, the music's loud. Sing along. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think I think as an artist, I mean, we Ryan and I played in a band together, and I think you want to hear people sing your songs, right? Because that's yeah. like the whole point. Some of part of the point, part of it, you you just enjoy playing music, but it's like you want other people to enjoy it too. So if they're singing along, it's like, oh, they enjoyed it, <laughs> you know, and they're not just here like, who is this dude, you know, singing, right? So <laughs> I say, sing along, sing along. Come on. And I, it probably. Um... The venue probably matters as yeah, well. That's true. You know, if, you're if you're at the Burt, like, what is the, the what's the place in Nashville? The um, <laughs> your Burt? No, not Burt Song. What is the place? The uh, you know what I'm talking about? I, like know, this, this, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's, it's the one where also like uh, music. No, no. no it's, it's, <laughs> oh, the Ryman. <laughs> Woo, good old it's Tootsies. Start, it's, yeah. it's just a small like oh, small. place, and it's something Bird. You know, no, oh, Bluebird. Bluebird. Yeah, right. Bluebird Cafe. Right. I so you were that, saying burr, like B U R R. You know that cold place in Nashville? There you go. <laughs> you know, the burr. The bird. <laughs> yeah, Bluebird Cafe. So, like, that's probably too small where you might be a little loud and, like, singing over somebody, right? But, yeah. Yeah. I'll never sing, sing uh, over the singer. Chris. Or something, never singing along. Yeah. It's not loud. Chris and I and our friend Jared went to a They Might Be Giants concert yes. uh, in Asheville, North Carolina, many years ago. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, and this sort of this sort of plays into that question because we uh, all three of us, I mean Chris and Jared a little more, but we love They Might Be mm-hmm. Giants. It's just fun oh, music. Yeah. And so we're sitting there like the geeks we are, listening to the music all quite like getting into it. And then this girl behind us just starts like moshing at a they might be giants concert <laughs> like bumping into us going come on come on bump into me come on and we're just like yeah. no we're going to listen to the music and not bounce around like weirdos <laughs> my um my brother you would never know it by looking at him but he um he's a huge heavy metal guy and uh he he looks like a teddy bear you know he's just uh a straight you know i mean just um what do you call it? Uh, clean cut. There you go. Just a clean cut dude. Yeah. Um, but he's a drummer. So heavy metal is a challenge for him. So he's all, he's always loved heavy metal. Uh, and he go to the concerts and stick out like a sore thumb. Right. And he said he went to the restroom one time. He was at like a nine inch nails concert or something. <laughs> and he goes to the bathroom and there's a huge fight breaking out. Right now I have a cousin who uh, me, my brother, and him, we, we have the same grandfather on my mother's side. So we're all tall. We're all six foot five, six foot six. And um, if you stood me, my brother, and my cousin beside each other, you would think that me and my cousin are brothers. That's how much we look alike. So just to kind of give you a little context to set the scene, a guy that looks like me is in the middle of this fight. 
and my brother didn't even know he was at the concert, right? He opens the door, and my bro- my cousin is just, like, throwing punches. Like, he looks like an action hero. Like, he looks like my head with an action hero body. And he's, like, he's uppercutting people and throwing them. Finally, he gets thrown out of the crowd, and he looks, and he goes, Ronnie Dean? And he goes, and he goes Matt? And, he, and Matt stands up, and he, like, brushes himself off, and he goes, Come on, Ronnie Dean. Let's get out of here. These guys ain't worth it. And my brother was like, no, like I'm not. What are you talking about? All these guys. Like, <laughs> I always think about that. Man. I'm like, That's why I don't go to those concerts because I can't. I can't do that. Like, oh, no, I'm not just gonna get in a big old, you know, fight. Like, yeah. I'm just do my business and get out of here. <laughs> yeah, always be aware of your surroundings when you go to a concert. Always look and see where it's at what's going on then you sort of know what it's going to be like um there's some Apparently fun make sure my cousin matt ain't there yeah make right? sure your cousin matt is not there uh, a couple of jimmy buffett concerts and that's different because <laughs> there i don't think i don't think there's ever going to be a fight that breaks out a jimmy buffett concert i think everybody's just too happy yeah, yeah. Jimmy buffett unless all the rose goes to... away and there may be yeah. a fight. where's all yeah, the rose? i can't do that i can't do the pirates but I was trying to think of a like an old lady, run. an old lady prescription that's very common. I can't think of one like being passed around. You might get hugged by a big, big, big guy, big hairy guy that's dressed like a mermaid. Like, that can I've seen that. You, you've experienced uh, that probably, huh? Uh, no, I didn't get hugged by him. But and you shouldn't. You shouldn't talk about big, your wife like that. That's why you're never invited to the house. I know. I know. Hey, I'll be honest. I'm never invited to either of your guys' houses, so it's fine. (laughs) Hey, you come anytime. I was just kidding. We we need a babysitter. Come on down. (laughs) No. I mean, sure. Oh, so busy. Oh. (laughs) I've got to re-alphabetize my DVDs. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've reached... We're over an hour. I would talk all night, but I know you guys are probably uh, got stuff to do. Oh, boys, this this is a pleasure. Yeah, it's been fun. inviting me up. Yeah, you're welcome anytime. Anytime. You're a... a, I am Geeker now. You're one of us. You have the glasses. the glasses. Yeah. So. You have all the cool stuff in the background. I have flowers. You just need bed. a f- foldable oh, cane, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but I was sick <laughs> to say that. I need to. You can get it at Walgreens. Again, not a sponsor. Don't tempt me, man. Next time, if I come on, I'm going to have the foldable cane. That's that's who I want our first sponsor to be, like a foldable cane company. <laughs> this episode of I Am Geek sponsored by Foldable Canes. The canes you can fold. Great. <laughs> well, boys, I'm going to um, I'm gonna give y'all a little treat here. Ooh. Wow. wow. Just a little something special, okay? Okay. I got my tracks. It's I may or may not be recording some more music here in the foreseeable future. Oh. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm gonna let you guys hear a little sample of the tracks that I received. Okay, are you Sweet. ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there, there we go. go. <laughs> Matt, leave me wanting more. Yeah. <laughs> Way more. I think, 
I saw one of the questions uh, someone asked. Uh, I don't remember who it was. Dave Adams, probably. Yeah, he, I, I think so. He asked about the country music and the pop thing. Oh, yeah, Is that yeah. the question? Yeah, I can read it to you. Dave Adams, country music today, will it ever go back to country music of old, or are we stuck in a pop-filled world? I um I liked because when I was on Curb, I Curb Records, I um I originally started out as a pop artist, but um, when I was like sixteen, uh, Mike Curb, the owner of the label, came to me and said he didn't think he could make the pop thing work. So he asked me if I wanted to do country, and I I said no because I hated country music. I, I grew I grew up around it and I I've made fun of it. Um, and my manager took me out into the hall and was like, hey, uh, this is kind of like an ultimatum. If you say no, then it's over. I was like, oh, okay, well, let me go to Walmart and get some CDs. Um, <laughs> I bought uh, like a Keith Anderson CD. I bought uh, Joe Nichols and like just different, uh, Big and Rich. And when I got to Big and Rich, I was like, oh, I was a big rock fan. And I was like, this is like rock music um, with a banjo. And I was like, I can do this. So that that has always been the country music that I gravitated to. Now, I've grown to respect the country music of old um, for what it is and for its purpose. And, I mean, we wouldn't be here without it. But yeah. what inspired me was the country rock. So I never really got to do that on Curb. I was forced to do the country pop stuff. Uh, but the stuff that I'm doing now, since I'm on my own, I can do whatever I want to do. And I call it Aerosmith with a banjo. Hey, there you go. Oh, nice. So hopefully we can uh, not get rid of the country pop thing, because if people want to listen to that, that's fine. But the stuff you're going to hear from me is going to be a little different. Cool. So, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with getting rid of the country pop thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd much rather have country Aerosmith or country... Uh... Well, it's, it's just one of those <laughs> things. My dad, we were somewhere yesterday, and my dad was having the... You know, day as old as time conversation about modern country music um, and how it's not like the country music back in the day and I'm like well you know he said oh, country music now sounds like rock and roll or rock from the 70s and I said well and modern rock doesn't sound like 70s rock and roll like yeah. you know, if you compare Luke Bryan oh. to say Nine Inch Nails uh, you'll understand which one is a little bit more twangier <laughs> it's the same as comparing you know elvis to Farron young uh, people like that you know the, the it's the same it's just evolution yeah but i think people just you know love and grew up with a certain sound they i mean like i i, I fall victim of it like i stopped listening to modern radio um you know and i still listen to the songs that i love so i i see how it's um yeah. easy for somebody to to get out of the I don't know, whatever you want to say, just get out of the pattern of listening to modern music and following the evolution. But um, that's all it is. Yeah. Evolution. Yeah. Things change, but then a lot of it stays the same. Um, just it's a circle. Um, yeah. I'm a I'm a big I'm a big um, songwriter fan. Like if it's a good written song, then I I love it. Um, so that's that's what I sort of gravitate towards. I'm like, oh. I mean, that's why I like a lot of folk music. I think because. They take the time to write the songs and make you think. And big Avid Brothers fan and people like that. So you heard it here, folks. <laughs> Bella, he cries in his beer while he's listening to the, the <laughs> <handle. laughs> Why did she leave him? Yeah, that's my. Uh, that's it's what I listen to on Spotify. Though, yeah. It's folk radio on Spotify. That's about. 
It's all right, man. I like that stuff. But uh, I mean, I play mandolin and I play acoustic guitar and all that. You know, all those instruments. So, I mean, that's what I grew up with, and you know, that's part of it. Hey, man. If you ever need a mandolin player, you just let me know. (laughs) (laughs) I should say, do you play bass? I need a bass player. (laughs) No, I can fumble through bass, but yeah. Next music video, though, just give us a call and we'll be in the background. You know who I didn't know uh, played bass? Tim? You may not even know this. Yeah. Yeah, Tim. Yeah, Tim. We've talked about that. I Um, can see him being a bass player. He's, we're, we're like, done with the music video and everything and we're on our way home and then he tells me he's a musician and i'm like wow like why yep. don't i know this i needed a bass player <laughs> like, like he played the bartender in my music video i'm like that would have been hilarious if the bartender was suddenly playing <laughs> bass, bass. Like, yeah. <laughs> and he was like well i just didn't know man i don't know i don't think i could do it i'm like what are you talking about like <laughs> it's a music video that's tim <laughs> yeah i i found out we were we were at Typhoon Lagoon together, and we were talking about. He's asking me about you know leading music in churches and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, you know, it's it's fun, and it's like you know a lot of the same chords. All the songs have a lot of the same chords. So, you know, once you know one song, you can gravitate and play just about any of them. He goes, yeah, that was my favorite time playing was when I played in churches, um, playing bass. I'm like, you play bass? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, I see that picture he posted where he had the shoulder length blonde hair. Yep. Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, this is the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> so I don't think he plays plays much anymore. But... I own a bass. <laughs> I own a bass yeah. somewhere. And I, I do you remember, Ryan, when you you one of the band you were in when you're in Florida, you guys were coming to Nashville and you were gonna do this competition thing and you're like our bass player we, he quit you know and yeah. we need a bass player so i was like okay i'll buy a bass I'll, <laughs> I'll, and then you guys you got to, you're getting ready to go and like well he came back a bass amp sitting in my in my closet and Sorry. my son loves it and I, I love playing it playing around with it but uh um, i remember one but, time with us in college that yeah. for one show we had two bass players Oh, because Jared was playing his. Uh, Jared played a bass and Gaddis played a bass. What was the name of that? The, the, Dan, Dan Electro. Dan Electro, that's it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a, and I that played was an bass in that. Yeah. I did play bass in that one band, the cover band that we had that uh, when I had long hair, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but I remember bebopping around on, at the amphitheater at DSU. 20, 20 minute parking? <laughs> yeah, 20 minute parking. It was. <laughs> Back in the days, we're old though. We're forty this year, so fellas, get out of here! (laughs) So old, y'all are out of your mind. (laughs) Old. I I got a bass on my surround sound system. (laughs) I don't know. I can I can play that like a fiddle. I got one of them talking oh. basses that hangs on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Billy Mountain, Billy Badmouth Bass. Yeah. But yeah, nice. so uh, if we ever get to Nashville, we'll have to all hang out. That's right. And, uh, we'll Man, any time, y'all yeah, just let cool. me know. Cajun's a little closer than we are, but yeah, uh... yeah you're in say Memphis. 
Memphis. Yeah, Bartlett, but yeah. Awesome. Memphis. I was just there. I was just there not too long ago, man. I saw that. Yeah. He, he stalked you. <laughs> I was watching you. And... Oh, that's right. I told you. <laughs> yeah, behind, yeah. I was behind that bush. Yeah, I gave you a suggestion on a place to go get barbecue. So yeah, that's that's right. And yeah. and we were already gone. We uh, yeah, gone that's what I. Stuff. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. But next time I'm in town, man, I'll have to I'll have to check that place out because I yeah. love barbecue. That's that oh, would be yeah. like one of my last meals if I had a choice. That's right. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's surprisingly hard to find good barbecue in in Houston. Well, it's, it's, it's different, different though. It's, it's beef, different. Right? It's so. a different barbecue than you and find in Tennessee. Yeah, like, um, I did find they're... one. There's a good. It's called the Good Company, and they have really good brisket. But anyways, we we've gone. He way literally over. said. He literally said it's hard to find good barbecue. Well, I did find one. I did find one. <laughs> one. It was three years. It was just hard to find it. Yeah. <laughs> I found it at the rodeo. They had a booth at the rodeo, and uh, it was good as brisket on um, jalapeno bread. Heck yeah, and man! Jalapeno cheese bread. That's good. Anyways. Well, thanks again. Wow. Boys, I mean, we Whenever y'all are in town, y'all just come holler at me, man. I need to. Yeah, I I need to. Yeah. And if you're bored yeah. in October, find a way to come to uh, yeah. Disney. We'll the 6th through the 13th. You, you guys are probably going to laugh at this. My lady has actually never been to Walt Disney oh. World. What? Oh, get perfect get time for her to go. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I love I love it because like, we went to the Cheesecake Factory to get dessert. And... Yeah. Um, I, this it was the great like I have to tell this story now for the rest of my life <laughs> the server she comes like anybody that I know is a big Disney fan like my aunt came to my dad's show that he had it was a local show recently and uh, I didn't even know she was coming and she's a huge Disney fan like us and she goes she runs the Disney marathons and she came up and I, w- I was introducing her and I and I said oh Aunt Kathy I said Rachel's never been to Disney World she literally went. <laughs> <laughs> And she goes, I'll say a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I, lo- I love doing that. If there's somebody, like I said, that I know that's a big Disney fan, I'll do that. And then, and she's like, everybody just keeps acting like I'm just like some kind of weirdo. Well, um, <laughs> like, well, you are. It's fine. We're going to fix this. But, um, that is anyway. one of the coolest things to take somebody to Disney World that's never been. Well, that's what I love. That's what I told her. Like, she told me she's never seen Pirates of the Caribbean. She's never seen Pirates of the Lost Ark. She's never been to Disney. And I was like, this is great because we have stuff to do. Like, I get to show you what I like. You get to show me what you like. And it's how, you know, it makes the relationship go. But um, we went to the Cheesecake Factory and I was sitting there and the the server came over and she she goes, are you an annual pass holder? And and for a (laughs) second, I I went... Oh yeah, I gotta grab my pass holder card because I was like, I get the twenty percent off or whatever <laughs> dining, you know, like it was a Twilight Zone moment. I, I literally was like, oh, let me grab my card, yeah. And then, and then I looked down on the table. I had this case. Nice. <laughs> so my my girlfriend's sitting across from me, and she's like, "What is going on?" And I went, I saw it as a perfect opportunity. I went, "Yeah, can you believe it? My girlfriend's actually never been to Walt Disney World." She goes. <laughs> like, man, she goes why does everybody do that <laughs> jaw hitting the floor did you get your 20 percent off that's the that's the thing i did not pay <laughs> full price so. i'm i'm bad about when i come back from a disney trip because they have the magic bands now i'll like be like 
<laughs> to like my regular door, swipe my, my arm across my door. Yeah, can't get in the house. I'm like, oh, that doesn't do anything now. My nephew had the greatest idea. He, I, uh, he said, why don't they let you use your Apple Watch, you know, for the Magic Band? You know, it has the same technology because he's a big tech whiz. And I said, well, they want to make money. Yeah. You know, they want you to buy the Magic Band. And uh, he said, yeah, well, they could charge you for the app. And I went, did you break the system? <laughs> I was like, I'd pay 99 cents for that just to use it on my Apple Watch. Heck yeah, I would. So, Man, they'll probably make one. It was funny. The first time we were there, I was like, oh, this should make a watch face for these. And the next time yeah. we, we got there or we went, it was a watch face. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're listening. <laughs> they hear me. Got ears yeah, they have ears everywhere. <laughs> In the actual magic band, listening to you. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. I, I really love do. this ride. They love it. They know all. Oh, man. We'll have to have you back on to just do a whole Disney show because there's tons yeah. of stuff we can talk about with that. Yeah, man. Anytime. Yeah. How about tiered fast passes at Hollywood Studios? We won't get into that, will we? What? Jeez. What? Tiered fast passes now at Hollywood Studios are coming. Tiered? That- tiered? Tiered, all of the the um the it's like three toy rides. Story. I know all the Toy Story <laughs> Land is tier one. No, there's you four. You can only pick one ride from Toy Story Land, and then you got to pick everything else. Everything else is tier two. And it's, uh, wow. But everything in tier one is Toy Story Land. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. It's really terrible. But, uh, I but heard that. Star Wars land comes up, it's going to be, I don't know, I guess they'll have three tiers probably, so I don't know. Oh, it's going to be a nut house. I don't yeah. even, like. I mean, it's going to be madness. <laughs> I, that's what I told everybody. I was going to Hollywood Studios, and I was like, well, this is about, of course, Hollywood Studios to me, it's like, it's one of the reasons I wanted to be a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. It made me feel like I was already a filmmaker when I would yeah. go to Hollywood Studios, you know, MGM. Um, so now that, theme is entirely gone yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know it's just going into the movies but I was I was standing there and I was like this is like the last time or this is one of the last days where we're going to come to this park and it's not going to be madness yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be insane starting this summer it'll yeah. hey it'll pick up but hopefully that just means flight of passage will that's have right. a shorter <laughs> lot that's right <laughs> <laughs> all right boys well listen thank y'all so much you're welcome thank you yeah, thank you coming on this has been an excellent 50th episode and here's to 50 more well, we could do another 50 right yeah. sure yeah. at least your Good contract three. makes you do it so. yeah, yeah. yeah you're not too old yet <laughs> <laughs> all yeah. right well until next week this has been i am geek and thank you again tyler for being on and thanks katrin and chris as usual and we will talk at you next week. Hey, can you give us a uh, can you give us a Mickey? Wow! Oh boy! There we go. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>